Let's pray together. Almighty God, we give you thanks and praise today for many things, but especially for your son, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. We ask God for your help that we might celebrate his birth well, that we might anticipate his second coming, and that, God, we would welcome what Jesus is doing in us. And we need your help for that, so send us your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Friends, you may have a seat. Oh my goodness, it is so good to be with you. Really quickly, if you are wearing a costume, can you like raise your hand or stand up or something? Okay, yes, so good. So good. We love it. We love it. Okay, have a seat. Also, I know I've seen some adults who have also been wearing costumes. I saw a sloth earlier, right, which I'm super excited about for Rick to wear a sloth sweater. It is good to be together this morning in a way that maybe is just a little bit different. It's good to have, wait, real quick, if you're a grandparent, can you raise your hand? Grandparents, well done. Yes, glad you are here Parents, we're glad you're here too. Okay. (laughs) The last couple of Sundays, we've been walking through this season called Advent. Advent is a season of preparation, of getting ready, of, of hope, but also patience. And it can be a little bit hard because of that. Because I don't really love waiting. Does anybody love waiting? No, nobody loves waiting. How many of you have presents under your tree right now? And you're like, why can't I open them? Because we don't love waiting. We heard from Pastor Daniel last week about waiting and the revolution of waiting. We heard from Pastor Amanda two weeks ago about the revelation of humility and from Pastor Ken three weeks ago about the revelation, revolution of grace. And as I think about all these different revolutions that we hear Mary singing. We heard from from Rhonda, Pastor Rhonda, reading the gospel this morning, this song from Mary, Jesus' mom, before Jesus was even born. She's singing about a revolution. Do you guys know what a revolution is? What's a revolution? All right, if you are wearing a costume, I want you to stand up and I want you to do this. Ready, set, do this. Can you do that? That's a revolution, right? (laughs) That's what that is. And so if you hear me say revolution, your job is to stand up and spin around one time, okay? If you do it more than once, you might fall over, okay? Because sometimes we get dizzy with too many of these. The revolution, well done, you're listening. What we're talking about, we've talked about grace and humility and of waiting, but I'm going to be like kind of honest and a little vulnerable here. If I look outside of the world, if I look outside of this room right now, or maybe if I looked inside of us a little bit, I might say, like, where's the revolution? Where is the change happening? Where are things being turned rightly in a new direction? Because that's what that's about. 
And if, and if I was going to look outside this room where we have lovely trees and a cross and great costumes, I'm going to look outside, and if I'm an adult, I'm going to say what I see is financial pressure, nations at war, and uncertainty in relationships. And if I'm a child, what I'm going to look around and see is that sometimes people who are friends don't act like it. That sometimes my own thoughts run away from me and take me places I maybe shouldn't go. That sometimes my feelings, especially right before it's snack time, like take charge. (laughs) Right? And I'm also, if I'm a child, I'm going to look around and I'm going to say, well, maybe I don't have all the things that I want. Maybe I know people, maybe even me, it's me. I don't have everything that I sometimes feel like I need. For some people in our community here in Colorado Springs, what we know, the the biggest stressor for children in Colorado Springs and El Paso County is food insecurity. Where there are children who look around and say, we don't have enough to eat, or we don't know where we're going to get that. And so if I look at all those things, either as an adult or as a child, I say, where is the revolution that's being promised Yes, you guys are so good. Love it. We're going to be doing this for adults every Sunday to make sure that you pay attention too. (laughs) There was a guy a long time ago who loved God and desired to learn about God and, and spent a lot of his life caught up in trying to understand what it meant to follow God fully. His last name was Bonhoeffer. And he asked this question. He says, who among us will celebrate Christmas correctly? Who among us is going to celebrate Christmas correctly? So if you wouldn't mind, just like turn to a neighbor or a family member and just share something you love about how you celebrate Christmas. I'm going to give you 18 seconds. Go. All right, everybody take a deep breath. Okay, you guys did really well. And I wish I knew what you just shared right there. If I'd been next to you, I would have said that one of the things I love about how we celebrate Christmas is that we make something called eggnog French toast. And it's the only way to make French toast, but we only get it once a year and it's outstanding. I also love how we open a gift the night before and usually it's pajamas or a book. And that's like what we need in our lives more is pajamas and books. But, but our friend Bonhoeffer, he asked this question. He says, who among us will celebrate Christmas correctly? And, and then he writes this. Whoever finally lays down all power, all honor, all reputation, all vanity, all arrogance, all individualism beside the manger. Whoever remains lowly and lets God alone be light. Whoever looks at the child in the manger and sees the glory of God precisely in his lowness. Now, there are a lot of big words in there. But what Bonhoeffer is asking of us, he's saying, who among us will celebrate Christmas correctly? What he's saying is that to celebrate Christmas correctly is to say that Jesus is the revolution. 
That's what he's saying. Well done, you guys are killing it. Jesus is the revolution. I grew up raised with different myths and different histories that invited me to understand that revolutionaries are people who like put, pull their boots on and they make things happen and they ride across rivers and rowboats looking majestic, right? Like, like the revolutionaries were meant to be us. That it was up to us to turn things around and make things right. And I want to let you know something. It's not up to you. Jesus... Jesus is the one who is turning things rightly. Jesus is the one who is saying that what was broken can be restored in him and by him. And that maybe that's us. That if Jesus is the revolution, we are the ones who need to receive him. That we are the ones who need to say, come Jesus. And so when you're celebrating Christmas, here, say it with me. Jesus is the revolution. Ready? Jesus is the revolution. It's better than presents. It's better than eggnog French toast. It's better than costumes on a Sunday morning. What we need, and the only thing we can do to celebrate Christmas rightly, is to greet Jesus as the one who is bringing change and revolution into us. Let's pray. And so, God, we ask that you would send us your Holy Spirit to welcome your son, Jesus. To say, Jesus, bring change into our lives. Bring change into our relationships. Bring change into the way that we see ourselves as individuals over the way that we care for others. Bring change in the way that we center ourselves in a story over you. We ask, God, that we would see your son Jesus this Christmas as the revolution. So help us. Amen.